to help support the show, listeners of the podcast, you go to electricaljungleshop.com. Get yourself some hoodies, designer tees, some dripped out swag. Help you get ready for the uh, 2022 that's coming up. You know, listeners can use the promo code SFW at checkout to save money. Be sure to get you one of the uh, SFW hoodies or shirts that they have from checkout. Let them know I sent you. Hey, 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 hey. Before the show starts, can you do me a favor? Yeah, thank you for listening. I appreciate that and all. But can you go to wherever you listen to this podcast at? Be it iTunes, Google, Spotify, wherever you can rate me at. Just give me five stars, please. Just give me five stars. And write something nice in the comment section. You know, he's trying. I feel his pain. He could do better. Something like that. <clears throat> Rating me five stars on the platform. On the podcast platform allows me to go up the algorithm where sponsors get a chance to look at me. And when sponsors get a chance to look at me, they want me to sell their products. And when they go and sell the products, that means I can make money from them and not have to ask money from you. You know what I mean? So I would greatly appreciate it if you do that. Just give me five stars, write something nice in the comment section, wherever you can rate me. And also, if you want to be a producer of the show, you can do so by going to the Cash App, dollar sign AD Comedy Jokes, PayPal AD Comedy. You can write me, adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much again for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you so, so much. started today I just got to get a few things out the way and then we can start the show first and foremost this is a comedy show there will be frank discussions of various topics with different opinions the goal of this show isn't to spread ignorance negativity or hate but to create an environment where people can talk openly now I'm not the brightest bulb or the sharpest tool and despite being a college dropout I barely graduated high school I may be ignorant about certain subject matters, but I'm always open to learning and talking it out. I'm allowed to change my opinions, and you're allowed to change your opinions based on new information and evidence given. If you'd like to be a supporter of the show, get your name sung in glorious praises, be sure to make a donation at, with the cash app, dollar sign AD Comedy Jokes, or paypal.com AD Comedy. If you want to email me with any questions, comments, concerns, or whatever, maybe you want to be on the show. I'm, I'm not one of these holy twenty guests. I'll interview anybody with an interesting story to tell. You know, as long as there's nothing crazy, and if you have evidence to back it up, so you can't come on me saying that you know you did something with someone famous, because now I'll be liable for it unless you have proof of it. Then we can start talking about some things. But other than that. Just, you know, regular old everyday stories, you know, maybe you're a construction worker with a dream or wanting to be a painter, but you're lifting bricks in the meantime. No, people want to hear that story. You can email me at adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. Remember, no amount is too small and every cent is to keep the show up and running. With that being said, I hope you're ready to start the show. This is Adrian Schuster's shot. Brick. 
I want to give a shout out to the actress Rory Moon. Um, Rory, R-O-R-I-E. Moon, like the moon that lights up the sky at night. M-O-O-N. Um, I can't find anything on her. She doesn't seem to have any kind of social media present that I can find or anything. And she's only been in the Evil Bong movies, which I have not seen. But I was watching uh, the YouTube channel Decker Shadow do reviews on different movies. And I was watching Evil Bong and she popped up on the screen. I'm like, oh, she's a very beautiful young woman. And she was in the movie and I looked her up. I was like, well, I can't find nothing on her. So I don't know what's going on. If anybody has any kind of, uh, I guess, contact information for her or social media stuff for her, I said Rory, R-O-R-I-E, Moon. Uh, please let me know. She's she's a very beautiful young woman, and she should be more and she should be in more than just the Evil Bomb movie, even though she does get butt naked and fucking gingerbread man. That was kind of. Uh, I mean, but this is, these are low-budget horror movies, and I guess somebody has to get butt naked to do something in it, right? But, uh, yeah, I'd like to know what the fuck she's doing. Actress best known for Evil Bong 420 and Evil Bong High 5. I, I never, like I said, I've never seen any of these movies. I've only seen Decker Shadow reviews of them. And when she popped up on screen, I was like, oh, there she is. And you can't find any fucking videos of her doing anything, which is disheartening. Um, let's see if I can. All right, it was hard to find any clips with her talking in it because all she does is show up and get naked in it. I mean, kudos to her. She's a very attractive young woman. You know, mind you, whatever. I don't give a shit. I hope she, if she wants to be an actress, if that's her goal, I hope she gets into more mainstream stuff. She had to look for it. But it's the only thing I can find of her talking Everything else is just like her just couldn't find anything. So Rory Moon, I think this is Evil Bong versus Ginger Dead Man. Both horrible fucking movies. It's like, you know how you have like your B-horror movies that are like kind of sort of alright? If you see one, this is like the F-League right here. This fucking shit is awful. I guess it's alright if you get stoned and watch them or you come over with a few, you have a few friends over. And you have someone who's not into horror as much, and they want to, you know, you want to show them a horror movie. It's not scary, so they're not gonna fucking freak out about it. But it's stupid at the same time, and it's a waste of time because the plot line doesn't make sense, the character motivations don't make sense. There's no character development. Whatever the case, showcasing Rory Moon here, and I hope that uh, someone out there knows who and where she is because I definitely like to talk to her. You just got. She's a blessed young woman. You like that? Oh yeah, baby. My dough is starting to rise. Show me what you got, sexy. <clears throat> oh wow. Things like a pencil. <laughs> That's all I could find of her talking. Here's another scene I have of her talking. Uh, of course, she gets fucking naked. It all sounds like a setup to a porn site. I think she might be a porn actress, but even when I type her name on a dope website, something comes up other than these goddamn movies. So I don't know what she's doing. Are you hiring? 
I'm so sorry, miss. I don't have any openings right now. You are so friggin' hired. And now here's, here's your uniform, but don't you dare wear it. That's all she literally showed up for was to take off her top. I don't I don't know what's going on. Are you uh, oh no. I'm not gonna do that. Um so if anybody has any contact information or let me know. Um Miss Moon, I've been re- working on several scripts for the past several years. <sighs> I plan on getting one done soon. If you want to be, you know, I like to have you in it. You don't take your top off in it. You can be a uh not like a love interest but like a friend of a love interest or something like that because I can't tell how good your acting skills are because all you do is show up and get naked but you're very pretty and I think you should be a more main if 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 they're going to pay you to take your top off and stuff it should be more stuff that's going to pay you a lot more than these shitty ass gingerbread moves she must be like a friend or something of somebody in that thing that's why you can't find anything on her she has to be credited in the movie because she was in the movie but she must be like a friend or something, somebody who like doesn't mind taking her top off on screen or whatever. But yeah, Adrian just shot, Rory Moon. Holla at me, girl. I got dreams and shit. You looking good. Okay, I never seen, I've never really seen any of those movies. I just know you're in them. I'm not gonna sit down and watch any of those movies either. So if you're in, hey, if you're in legitimate shit, like maybe you're in a, on an episode of a TV show I've never heard of or something like that, Send it my way. Let me know. I'll be glad to watch it. But other than that, I hope you're doing well. All right. In the news. In the news. In the news. This is from TMZ website. Selena Gomez hanging out with Tiger after closing time for a fucking mediocre rapper as Tiger is, he's always managed to be able to hook up with like mid-tier celebrity people. You know, didn't he get he got Black China pregnant and then the whole Rob Kardashian thing with her and everything like that and like Tiger is not a good rapper. He was red shirt and Kylie Jenner for years. I guess Kylie and uh, Scooby Gomez must be around the same age as well. Because he was dating her when she was underage, and he was above age. He was well over 18, and whatever they did or didn't do, I don't care what the situation is. I don't care if you're 18 years old and your girlfriend is 16 and you promise not to do anything until she turns 18. You're still a fucking pedophile because you're waiting, I guess not legally because you're in a certain age gap or whatever but if you're waiting for a girl to turn of age to be with her that's pedo that's pe- that's pe- pedophilic behavior kind of sort of in a way but you don't consider yourself that because hey man I waited I didn't go after her when she was underage I waited she turned but you were red shirting her So anyway, Anne Hirsch, Anne Hirsch, cause of death revealed smoke inhalation and burn injuries from the crash, probably. I still don't know what happened with this. Let's click on this. Uh, 
and H died from smoke inhalation and thermal injuries, which she obviously sustained when her car went flying through a home of a woman in Mar Vista a couple weeks ago. This, according to the LA County Coroner, the coroner notes another significant factor contributed to her death was sternal fracture due to blunt trauma. This essentially means that part of her chest was crushed in the accident, which left her in a coma for the remainder of her life. Anne's death has been listed as accidental. As reported, Anne Harris was declared brain dead last week and was considered legally dead in California. Her body was kept on life support for a little while longer so doctors could properly harvest her organs. That's fucking ghoulish as shit. Put that in the article. Probably shouldn't have. I know they can't, because I know, so, because I got the update like, Right after I recorded last joint, it was like, oh, Anne H died. I was like, oh, shit, fuck, she died. Let me put up fucking before thing went up. So then it was like, Anne H taking on fight support. I'm like, hold on, I thought she was dead already. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so she was on life support, took her off. So she's, I guess, legally, technically speaking, in California, she's brain dead. But they want to harvest her early. That sounds foolish as hell. So, uh, the day of the crash was well documented by bystanders and security footage, much of which showed Anne Hirsch flying through a residential area at incredibly high speeds and nearly hitting people along the way. She struck a garage and a car before plowing into a house uh, while being carried by a stretcher into the ambulance. She briefly came to, but then lost consciousness. She was 53. She was only 53? Wow, she's been around since before the nineties. Um, let me see if I know anything in here. She's been in and to pay in proper respects. Uh, let's go to her Wikipedia page. She's been in anything of note that I know of. Um, uh, Donnie Brasco. Maggie Pastone, she played the wife. Uh, I know she did last summer. Melissa, Missy, Edgin. Um, that awful Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn. That was like a shot for shot remake. They did nothing special to it. It's just a, like a fucking updated remake, literally updated remake that they did shot for shot. They changed nothing. Which, mind you, <laughs> is like a catch-22 because whenever they do do a remake or a reboot or something like that, it's like, oh, they didn't mention that. They took all the stuff out of the original stuff like that. But then you can't do a shot-for-shot remake of something because then people be like, oh, the other one's better. Um, she was in John Q. Um... Superman Doomsday is Lois Lane. I think it's a cartoon. I'm pretty sure it's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a cartoon. She played, she voiced Lois Lane. Cedar Rapids. That's with the um, what's his face? Ed Helms. I think I saw that one time. It was alright. Um What else? That was all the movies that I remember. Um, I only one episode of that. Okay. Um, 
Apparently, she was a regular in a show called Another World, which ran from 87 to 91. This was a pretty good time. Another World, uh, soap opera. Set in a fictional town of Bay City. Originally announced uh, another one. Uh, just a soap, a soap opera. She was in a soap opera. I'm gonna read all that. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? One episode of Ellen as Karen, and then mind you, she dated Ellen during the nineties when she came out. Uh, Adam McBeal, Everwood, Nip Tuck. Hung, uh, Michael J. Fox show, Michael J. Fox show, what was this, sitcom, 2014, I don't remember that at all, oh, it says the Michael J. Fox show was canceled due to the 2014 Winter Olympics, they never rescheduled, they said we're looking for a place to reschedule, they never got rescheduled. Premise was after being diagnosed with Parker's Mike Henry, Michael J. Fox had to give up his career as a news anchor for New York's WNBC and focus on his health and his family. Fortunately, he decided to go back to work with his struggles with family and career. Michael J. Fox show. I did not watch what was the show where he was like <clears throat> when he left the show, they replaced him with Charlie Sheen, whatever show that was. Never watched it, but I do remember they had made an announcement that he was leaving the show and they were on place with Charlie Sheen. I remember me and my grandparents watched the show because he was leaving the show and they were on place with Charlie Sheen just to see what was, what, was, what was going on. But I had never watched that show beforehand. It was like a comedic version of like West Wing or some shit like that. What's the name of that damn show? I'm fucking blinking on it now. God dang it. And I gotta make I gotta go to his thing. Uh save that damn show. Fuck. Spin City. Spin City. Never never really watched Spin City. Um but I do remember at the time period, this is like a weird member. You know sometimes you have like weird memories growing up. Not like traumatic memories, like, oh my god, my, my father used to beat me with a rubber hose. Nothing like that, but <laughs> it was like a weird thing. Like, I remember being in the car. It must have been like Tom Joyner or something, because that's, 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 that's what my grandparents used to listen to in the morning. The Tom Joyner morning show back in the day. And I remember them making an announcement saying, well, Michael J. Fox is going, going to leave his show due to his illness, Parkinson's disease tonight. Uh, on Spin City, you know, and I remember we watched an episode, even though we had never watched that show before. I remember that very clearly. I don't remember what the episode was about, but I remember we watched that episode, because that was the only one we watched. If I saw it, if I saw that particular episode now, stuff would probably come back to me, but I couldn't tell you what happened in the episode right now. So, Anne Hesh, um... Chicago PD. She was in Dance with the Stars. Uh, 
I mean, uh, I mean, she had a she had a pretty consistent career throughout the, throughout her years. But I don't really remember her like anything worth like. You know, you see something with an actor in it, and you know that actor's in that thing. Like I've seen Dan, Donnie Brasco probably like a dozen times, and don't remember her being in it at all. Just remember Johnny Johnny Depp and Al Pacino. Michael Marston and uh, a couple other people were in it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Anne Hayes has, has, has passed away, or has been passed away. So let's, uh, you know, if you liked her work, that's fine. Just because I don't remember whatever she was in doesn't mean she wasn't a good actress. She, she had a very consistent career, mind you. I'm looking at her IMDb page. I don't even name the things I know of. But she had a very consistent track record of working throughout the year so good for her that's the dream right we become a an actor uh, even if you're not a well well-known established actor to work consistently plenty of character actors who you don't know their names but when you see them in a movie oh that's the guy that every time he's in something he's the bad guy and true might be but he's always in shit you know a bunch of long order episodes and shit like that you know good for them uh, what else, what else, what else? Um, Amy Schumer says she wasn't shading Tom Holland with social media mental health joke. I don't know what that means. I wouldn't take anything. Fucking Amy Schumer says the heart. Mattel sues snack company over Nicki Minaj chips. Barbecue not sitting right with them. Wow, really? So... This is kind of hard to explain here. In the hood, in America, you go to the convenience store. They'll have these snack chips with rappers' names on them. It'll be like uh, Migos Barbecue or some shit like that. They'll have their face on them, like cartoon pictures of their face on them. I don't know if any of this shit goes to the rappers or not, or they just be able to license the name, the name, the likeness to it or whatever bunch of chip right like this and like Romeo has some Master P had some Migos has some I know Cardi B has a flavor they're like in hood grocery stores right and they're not you know they're like they're not Lay's they're not like any top brand tier chips that you ever heard of but now I guess the rap let me see if I can look up what I'm talking about really let me see that for look up rap chips Wrap chips. That's what's kind of hard to explain. In a way. So wrap chips. We got the flavors. Uh, let me see if I can. So they'll have a picture of a, of a cartoon version of a rapper. On there. They got Little Baby. Salt and vinegar, barbecue, onion, garlic, and more. That's a little too much for all that. I'm gonna even fucking eat that. Salt and vinegar, barbecue, and garlic, onion, and garlic. That is that's a fucking crazy ass combination. You just do salt and vinegar. Rick Ross lemon pepper, sweet chili, sweet chili lemon pepper. Uh, Master P honey barbecue, Cardi B cheddar barbecue. Uh, money bag yo hot 
versus Heat. Or Heat versus Hot. I'm sorry. Romeo Miller, Barbecue Honey, Lil Boosie, Louisiana Heat. So these are like a, a, a line of like snack chips that have rappers' faces on them. But they're not like the actual face. They're like cartoon depictions of their faces. Right? Like artists. They doesn't mean it, doesn't, it looks like them. Mind you, it's not like, like eh, it could be somebody else. It's them. But I was saying, like, Mattel wants to sue over that shit. I guess. Whatever. I mean. Yeah, Nicki Minaj. But. Here's my thing. Maybe they did. Maybe they, maybe they tried to. Maybe they couldn't do it. I don't know what the case is. If you want to sue her now, let's just see what the state's talking about. This shit was over a long time ago when she started calling her fans Barbies. Yeah, Mattel is talking to snack company. It's taking, I'm sorry. <coughs> Mattel is taking snack company to court over Nicki Minaj themed chip that shares the same name with everyone's favorite plastic doll. Legal docs obtained by TMZ show Mattel filed a lawsuit in LA. Excuse me, I don't know why I'm fucking doing that. In LA federal court last week, snack snack brand Wrap Snacks, okay, it's called Wrap Snacks, claiming they made a deliberate and calculated choice to launch a new product using the line of Mattel's famous barbecue trademark. Nikki's not being sued. They're just suing the. It was called Wrap Snacks Barbie. Q, Barbie like the doll, B-R-B-I-E-Q-Q-U-E, Honey Truffle. Poor lunch snacks and using the cars of Barbie fan base known as the Barbs. Mattel claiming they weren't approached by the snack company prior to releasing the... He's just going after this company. Really, you going out to rap snack? Is that your hill you want to die on? I can't imagine. What is rap snacks worth? I mean, they're in hood stores, but they're not. You can't go to fucking everywhere and get them. You have to go to certain places. Rap snacks net worth. Rap snacks five million dollar business features. Brands endorsed by hip hop stars such as Cardi B, Migos, Masterpiece Son, Roman Miller, who's owned by James Lindsay, founder of Rap Snacks INC. Five million, five million dollars in business. I mean, but you can't get these snacks everywhere. Is my thing though. If they were every everywhere, I would see them. But I've only seen them. And fucking hood ass, hood ass like convenience stores. Like, you go to the liquor store to get your fucking Powerball, your bottle of something. And you'd be like, oh, let me get these chips right here. And it'd be those chips. They wouldn't have Lay's, Doritos, or anything like that. They would have those chips there. <clears throat> so I don't even know what they're like, what they're trying to, if they're trying to sue to make a point to create a precedent or something like that. Like, what would the fuck would you. Cause they're not sold everywhere. No one's gonna give a fuck. I guess you just sue out of business, business, you know, whatever. But Nicki Minaj herself isn't being sued, just the company. Capri Sun, the juice company, recalls thousands of packets possibly containing 
clean solution. Ugh. Little World Series player in coma after fracturing skull and a bunk bed fall. That's weird. FBI, uh, Angelina Jolie. <coughs> Excuse me. And Angelina Jolie behind FBI lawsuit against Brad Pitt. They've been divorced. I was about to say Ben broke up. What's going on? What is going on here? Sources call BS. Oh, they say it's not true. Angelina Jolie maybe okay, so uh, here's another thing I have to say about Angelina Jolie. That's that's not really relevant to her per se, but it's relevant to Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Everyone's like, oh, they're like sharing bowels of each other's blood or whatever whatever it was. Mind you, in the nineties, Angelina Jolie did that with Billy Bob Thornton. So it's already been done. So you're just seeing a repeat of that happening. And I don't know what the gist is that of whatever that is, but that's what that's what when they first said that, that's what they were doing. I was like, oh, she's trying to be like Angelina Jolie. But at least Angelina Jolie is a relatively talented actress and comes from a good family. I know she's not, I don't know what the situation is with her father. I know for a long time they didn't talk. John Voight, uh, I guess they probably made up now or or, or made amends of some sort by now. I think I last time I heard. But, uh, she, she, you know, Angelina Jolie. She, she, she's a name brand. When you see a movie with her in it, it's it's gonna be worthwhile checking out. I feel like I'm repeating myself here. Forgive me, but I feel like I did a, a Megan Fox Angelina Jolie uh, comparison before. But if not, let me do it now, and then we'll be done with it for future purposes. Listen, yeah. Angelina Jolie has a net worth of 120 million. She is 47 years old. Oh, hold on. 1975. So now, oh, let's see. Yeah, about 47. Wow, she's not that much older. Wow. People just seem so much older because they've been on TV longer, I guess. And. Go fucking look at Angelina Jolie's fucking uh, movies that I recognize her from. And we can count them. <laughs> and go to fucking uh, Megan Fox's. I say Megan Markle. I'm Megan Fox. Megan Markle, too. I mean, all they she did was marry a prince. Which is a big get, mind you. But it's like, if that's all you're known for, you were in a somewhat decent TV series. And maybe had a couple episodes on there. I wish she was a regular. And then you held a briefcase on the game show. Managed to score Prince. Like, literally, he could have reached out to anybody. And did it. But, you know what? I'm glad that she is because she shook up that whole patriarchy, which I wasn't surprised, of how that monarchy um, existed. She's like, oh, they're racist. Yeah, no shit. They've been fucking white for fucking hundreds and hundreds of years. They, they fucking want a colored baby possibly in the in the in the, in the thing hell no so this is uh angelina jolie's filmography but this is only the stuff i'm gonna name that i know her from hackers 95 uh playing god 97 
Bone Collector 99, Girl Interrupted 99, Gonna Sleep Seconds 2000, Laura Croft Tomb Raider 2001, Laura Croft Cradle of Life, and mind you, she's had other stuff in between everything I'm saying, so it's not like that's all she did. I'm just naming stuff I know. Uh, what was that? 2003, Laura Croft Tomb Raider The Cradle of Life. 2004, she did Taking Lives, Shark Tales, Sky Captain The World of Tomorrow, Alexander. 2005, she did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's where she met Brad Pitt. 2006, The Good Shepherd. 2005, A Mighty Heart, Beowulf. 2008, Kung Fu Panda, Wanted, Assault. 2010, The Tourist. 2011, Kung Fu Panda 2. Kung Fu Panda, Secrets of the Masters. 2014, Maleficent. 2016, Kung Fu Panda 3. 2019, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. And 2021, The Eternals, which, give or take, whatever. And... Well, they didn't, they didn't have uh, the fuck was the movie she was in that that was like that one movie she played that 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 model. I get oh okay, Gia. Gia was a television film. It was a television film, but they had like sex and shit in it. I remember seeing it on like a movie channel and it had like sex and shit. Maybe they included it for that broadcast, but it says it was a television movie. And yeah, that's pretty much Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. That's what I want to call it. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie's filmography from what I know her from. We can go to Megan Fox. Her net worth of now is $8 million. So, nowhere near touching hers, even though she's trying to emulate her, I feel like. Like, she's nowhere close. She's not a good actress, mind you. I think she's just like eye candy to put in a movie. I've not really seen her in anything she's been in, and it'd be like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, uh,. What's his face misused her and Michael Bay misused her in Transformers. Should have given her more speaking lines. Cause she's obviously I know she's in like the Teenage Mutant Turtle movies. The reboots. And, and oh and uh Megan Fox is like 36. Uh let's see. Megan Fox. Bad these are all the movies. I know her from so again she may have been in stuff in between or beforehand but just remind I'm just telling you what I know her from Bad Boys 2 2003 2007 Transformers 2008 How to Lose Friends and Win People Alienate People I'm sorry 2009 Transformers Revenge of the Fallen 2009, Jennifer's Body, which I have uh, 
Maybe it's not her fault per se, but that was a horrible movie. And I hate everyone pretending like it's not a horrible movie because it's a fucking horrible movie. I don't care what James from Dead Meat YouTube says. That's a horrible fucking movie. Well, the problem with the movie is that they uh, mismarketed it. They made it seem like she was going to get naked in the film. It's still a horrible movie. She's a succubus. Kind of, sort of. That wants to feed off male male victims or whatever. Energy or whatever she's doing. But then she doesn't get naked in the movie. You said because she didn't get naked in the movie? The trailer promised nudity. And I was disappointed in that. If you want to have it be some other kind. And then also it's not a fucking movie, mind you. It's not a good movie at all. So Jennifer's Body. 2010, uh, Jonah Hex. 2012, The Dictator. 2012, This Is 40. Okay. The little bit of scenes she had in This Is 40 were kind of funny. But that's because she wasn't a main character. She had a cameo. For, no, not a cameo. Actually, she was a, a, a like a... Was it? Not like a... You got your regular characters, secondary characters, and then third characters, in a way. She was an employee of Leslie Mann's shop. So I guess that would make her a secondary character. But her dialogue didn't get funny today. Well, at the pool party. So, 2014, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 2016, Teenage Mutant Turtles Out of the Shadows. Uh, and all this other shit I don't know nothing about. So, she's in Expendables 4. Who the hell's in Expendables 4? Starring Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, Sir Salone. Repressing their roles alongside 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Andy Garcia, Tony. I don't know what it is. Expendables 4, really? Uh, let's see, television, she was in Two and a Half Men. Eh, I know of it, never seen it. Hosted an episode of SNL back in 2009. Robot Chicken, she voiced herself in the episode. She voiced Lois Lane, herself and Lois Lane in the episode. Robot Chicken, DC comic special, Lois Lane. Maybe she's funnier when she's voicing stuff because you don't know it's her. Maybe. If, uh, if that's the case, too bad it doesn't translate well to her being on screen. And, yeah. So, yeah, I kind of feel like she's trying to emulate Angelina Jolie in a way. But they don't even look the fucking same, to be honest with you. Like... Megan Fox isn't ugly, but she's not like, she just seems kind of like, she's pretty, but it doesn't seem like she has anything else to offer being pretty. And she could be a fucking Mensa member for all I know. She could be fucking working on Secrets of the Universe. This is my opinion. Let Let me get that out the way. So maybe there's something she's in that's enjoyable to watch. I said this is 40. If I can bring that up. Um, so this is a scene in This is 40 where she's talking to Jason Siegel. And forgive me, I forget his name. The Irish guy that played Roy and uh, 
the IT crowd. And he had his own series, Get Shorty. Uh, which I had watched. And I'm only remembering that now because I'd seen that fucking... I re- For some reason, I rewatched Scary Movie 5 for some fucking reason. I don't know why. And the head cartel lady was in Scary Movie 5 as the maid of the house. And then she plays a good-ass fucking cartel lady. But, uh, yeah, so this is Jason Siegel, Ronnie hit on Desi. (laughs) Jason and Ronnie hit on Desi. Jason Siegel trying to be sexy. Mark Ruffalo. Fuck the lesbian right out of that ginger woman. Fuck the lesbian right out of that ginger woman. What movie was that? You don't know. You don't what know. Cancer. Really? Is that good? Wow. I'm a cancer. That's crazy. Is that doing the odds of that. It's kind of. What is it? It's kind of strange. Well, Taurus and Cancers are sort of soulmates of the zodiac. We're like perfectly compatible, and I balance what you lack, and you make up for what I lack. Um, and a quiet Cancer almost always has a huge penis. <laughs> She needs somebody who's funny to play off of. Both these guys are tremendously funny. Probably not in this particular movie, but I've seen Jason Siegel and uh, I want to give him his proper fucking name. Uh, Jason Siegel. Uh, it's not even in the description. The Irish guy from the IT crowd that play Roy. They're both funny on their own. And they're both they're good in cast and they're funny on their own. And I think being around them helps her. But would I watch something that's solely her as the lead? Probably not. Uh, Libras are, are notorious for having tiny penises. That doesn't seem scientific. <laughs> why is, why why is, is that? Why is that a problem? What's it up on? Well, I've never had a great experience with a tiny penis. Maybe you haven't had the right tiny penis. Ah, see? He's still... He's a go-getter. <laughs> so. That's Roy from IT crowd. He's, he's still trying... Yeah, he's still shooting his shot. He's like, hey, hey, hey. If that's the case, hey, you may not have the right one. So scrap his go-getter. Usually guys kind of bow after that. Like, yeah. Usually say... See? How that's fucking... He's funny. He's funny. But her... Eh... Uh, 
It's a little louder. I just wanted to ask you where you learned about all this stuff. I read a lot of books. I have a book called Sextrology, which is really interesting. Sextrology? It's kind of amazing. I didn't expect to meet someone like this at the party. Uh. Are you really talking about a book called Sextrology? Sorry, he's so loud. Well, I heard him talking loud earlier. And he has clearly just stopped talking loud when you said that you like quiet. I can do that. I can talk fucking quiet. Desi, if that's what you want. Well, not in, not in this case. What the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> See, the funny thing is, those who are fighting subliminally, not subliminally, they know that they're fighting over her, but they're not making it obvious. So, Jason Siegel and, oh, I don't want to give his fucking proper name, Jesus Christ. He was in the icy crowd. His name is Chris O'Dowd. Chris O'Dowd. So, yeah, those two guys, I feel like, given the right, she's given the right people to be around, she could be a good actress, or decent actress, but she's no, she's not going to be any Angelique stealing type of actress. It's a Miss... Early 21st century actresses. This is a, a Miss Mojo top 10 best Angelina Jolie performances. Megan Fox doesn't have this. This is the top 10 best Angelina Jolie performances by Miss Mojo. Which is, you know, any listicle is debatable, but I'm pretty sure they're going to have things I can agree with on here. One woman stands out among the rest. No guns. Welcome to Ms. Mojo, and today we'll be counting down our Gia, to the top 10. Gia was the movie where she played the, uh, 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 a model that died of AIDS. Weird enough that they don't. Curious little beastie. Whenever they. I remember fucking volunteering at a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a camp, people with AIDS. And who were affected by AIDS, meaning that they people who had it and people who either had someone they loved die of it. They never mentioned Easy E, Gia. No one ever mentioned Art Ash. It was always Ryan White, because Ryan White is the is the big thing. Or the guy from Queen that died of it. Freddie Mercury. Never mentioned anybody else of it. Maybe Magic Johnson, because he's making moves nowadays, and he's, you know, where he is, but... Um, sounds like something dropped, but I don't know what it could have been. Um, doesn't really seem like that they'd counted that. I don't know. That was just me thinking back on something I did when I was younger. I have weird fucking... My train of thought is so fucking crazy. Literally. Maybe in the future, or a special episode, if you're willing to pay for it, you can go down the rabbit hole with my thoughts for like about 
an hour and a half and see where it leads. Or just start off on one subject and then lead into something else, something else, something else. And be like, how the hell do we get here? Like, uh, okay, I see how you get there. Okay. Number 10, Elise Clifton Ward. The tourist. The tourist. $20 million worth of plastic surgery. And that's the face you choose. Okay, so perhaps the film by Florian Henkel von Donnersmark didn't connect with most critics. However, as an enigmatic British, I didn't see this. Against the backdrops of Paris and Venice, yeah, the Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie in charm. And certainly so for the assuming Midwestern teacher played by Johnny Depp. You're ravenous. Do you mean ravish? I do. She's a mysterious woman that conveys power with a knowing glance. And within the narrative, the adroitly dressed Elise naturally attracts both danger and long stares. I also heard this by someone who works in um, Hollywood makeup, or used to. This is, has to be 10 years old, mind you, when they told me this. With Hollywood makeup, you see Angelina Jolie on screen, and she looks, she got those beautiful, bountiful lips. She's looking good, everything's popping. And it's like, she is skinny as a fucking pole when she comes on the set. Literally, they're like, they she talking about how the camera adds weight to you, because something of it came up in the discussion when we were talking about something. I was like, how does the camera add weight to you? When, when, when is there like a picture or something like that? Like, I mean, if you're already kind of big, picture can add more weight to you like if you take a picture of me now is it going to add 10 more pounds to me but apparently the, the film does so people who you think are like you see them on tv shows and stuff like god damn the girl needs a sandwich she's a lot skinnier in person keep that in mind and of course that's the trope of hollywood so i don't blame angelina jolie for that blame hollywood for Make gonna have to be that way. Mind you. I'm Elise. I'm Frank. That's a terrible name. For an international romance caper, Angelina embodies many ideals that appeal to casual moviegoers. But it's her elegant. Never seen this movie. So I don't I don't have an opinion on it one way or the other. I am sorry, I got you involved in all this. Number nine, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Time to save universe. Yeah. When she played Laura Croft, it was a big deal. What everyone kind of said. The first one was alright. Everyone kind of agreed that the first one was alright. But the second one was really good. That's the consensus that I've heard. Is that the first one was kind of alright for a video? Because at the time, period it came out. There were very low expectations for video game movies. I think the only other video game movie that was decent was Mortal Kombat. And even Mortal Kombat, the PG, like, it should have been rated R. Just go all out, make it rated R, don't make it PG. Make it rated R, do the fatalities and shit. And you can still keep the storyline the same the way it is. Just have more gore guts in it. It have been fucking all over the place. For a video game that was known for gore and guts, Instead of do a movie and have them cut out the gore and guts, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Then it is Street Fighter, and unfortunately, I think that was Raul Julia's last movie. Um, I mean, it seemed like he was having fun in it, so I mean, I can't fault him for 
I can fuck a lot of stuff around the storyline, but he played bison to a fucking, like, <laughs> he did a good job as bison. For any film adaptation of a video game, fans will surely have something to say about the lead performer. Mm -hmm. Even so, Angelina mostly silenced any skepticism with her commanding presence in Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. I think Angelina Jolie was Kylie Jenner before Kylie Jenner because they always noted how, like, Angelina was, like, skinny with these big, luscious lips. You know, lips for, um, loving. And kisses, wet kitten. I'm not going to say anything other than that. And now, now, fucking 10, 20 years later, Kylie Jenner has them now, and it's they're back in fashion for white women to have them. Because, you know, it was a period of time before that. Because it was a period of time where having a big ass wasn't appealable to white women. They were like, oh my God, my ass is big. Oh my God, I hate it. No. Now it's like, I got a big ass. I want to be a black man, man. Because we're going to live this. You're going to live all that. Now, now. But back then it was like, you know, hey, your ass got a big. No. <laughs> First of all, there's the English accent of the inquisitive female explorer, which right. can easily be undervalued by those who take it for granted. It glows, like the eye, lesser, but it seems to be getting brighter. And it's also running backwards. While the Illuminati-based plot allows for character versatility, the framing of Angelina drifts between romanticism and sexuality with Laura taking on both a hypnotic and physically intimidating vibe. I don't Perhaps remember anything. I don't remember anything from these goddamn movies. I don't know what the fucking plot was about or anything like that. Just that, she, you know, she would wear, like, the skin-tight suits. And then she... Did she ever do the... 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 the, the with the shorts that Little Croft was known for? I don't even know if she dressed up like that for the movie. I think she the probably role. did. Although the screenplay is filled with clever one-liners, Angelina slyly engulfs herself into the persona rather than giving a quiet, I don't remember. hypersexualized interpretation. And to be honest with you, I'm not going to watch Lara Croft again to see it. I guess at the time it came out, it was all right. And has it aged well? I'm sorry. Man. I mean, for like a Tomb Raider movie, and I don't even remember what the fucking Tomb Raider games were about. I mean, I barely remember what Crash Bandicoot was about, and I've not seen a Crash Bandicoot movie. Really? Fascinating. Number eight, Joe, playing by heart. You might be right, but it ain't gonna stop me from trying. As the Hollywood career of Angelina progressed in the late 90s, this role as an edgy, hopeless romantic showcased the full range of her skill set. You can't treat people like you treat people and then and then say something adorable like that. Playing there you go. features an all-star cast, although it's Angelina who not just steals every scene. Something with more dialogue in it than her just looking good in it. Like Angela, Angelina Jolie is a good actress. I'm saying, like, when I'm comparing her to Megan Fox, because I feel like that's what Megan Fox wants to be. They're doing the exact same shit that she did back in the day. This whole fucking thing is a repeat on some grand scale. I had a weird... I have these weird, weird...
periodic thoughts of like what we call like what you call like weed thoughts or stoner thoughts, but I'm sober when I have them. And I had a weird thought the other day. I'm like, okay, we've only categorized time on this planet as of now as as 2020. 2020, 22 years. 2022 years. 2022 years of being in existence, right? But in the grand scheme of the solar system and the planets aligning and how everything happens up, there are planets that are way older than us, there are planets that can be younger than us. Where are we on the grand scale of things? Are we, if we had to go like with school systems, are we in elementary school right now? Are we in middle school? Are we in high school? Are we in college right now? Like, as far as the universe is concerned, like where are we right now? Because we think we're advanced until we meet a fucking series of things that are, are more advanced than us. Or we could be, you know, we could be a planet that's way dumber than us uh, that hasn't figured simple shit out yet it could still be in like caveman era times trying to invent the wheel and be like no 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 do it this way it's easier this way I ain't upset and shit but also manages to convey that lived in feel more than others Joan lives in the moment and though she speaks fast her words truly mean something. Oh, and I was saying, any, I've never seen this movie. Playing by heart, never seen this movie. The extended conversations shed light on the actions and motivations of the sassy Joan. It's a genuine movie by heart, and featuring all the characteristics that would make Angelina such a versatile performer. Maybe I had this watch. Something about a punk group. Number seven. Evelyn Salt. Salt. My name is Evelyn Salt. Evelyn Salt knows something that her enemies don't fully understand, that she's a highly trained agent with a unique origin story. And without spoiling the specifics of the narrative, let's just say that Jolie slays once again with the action sequences. And let's just say Angelina Jolie has an extensive acting resume. Evelyn Salt. They got Mr. Mrs. Smith after that. Maleficent. Gia. Lisa Rowe. Let's go to uh, they Fox as well. I don't know what Fox is. What is Fox? I don't know what that is. What is, what is what's Fox? Number six. Fox. Wanted. Oh, Wanted. Oh. Wanted with the whistle face. Okay. Let's go to Gia. That's number three. Number three, Gia Karanji. Gia. You don't have to be anybody. Prepping typecast and watered down roles. Sweet. Here it is. Talked about her role, Maleficent. You stole. Which I've never seen. Number three, Gia Karanji. Gia. You don't have to be anybody. Because I would know that being somebody doesn't make you anybody anyway. In a breakthrough role, Angelina went back in time for a challenging HBO film about the life of supermodel Gia Karanji. HBO film. Everyone is nervous in their So it was a... It was a... Fine. Uh, yeah, I just don't know what to do. 
still? It was a TV movie in a way, but it was on HBO, which is way different than like a Lifetime movie or anything like that because HBO could show more. In her early 20s and not quite known for her edgy persona, Jolie produces an authentic and revealing performance, almost as if the film was part documentary. I think there's a reason for everything. And I think. Is it Joaquin Phoenix? I saw Jilly once over a fucking 10 years ago. Once I saw, I saw, I saw Gia, not Jilly, because Jilly is with uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, which it's probably they're back together now. <laughs> At home. <It's>, uh, <laughs> I wish it was like a stock market on like celebrity relationships. Put money on, you just keep it in there. And would have dumped out after she dumped him. And just hold on. She's gonna get back together with Ben. I know it. I know it. Uh, but the um, the GM movie, I've seen, I've literally seen it once. I just remember the, like some main parts of it, like she was abused, she was a drug addict. Like she died of a drug overdose, or she died because she contracted HIV and got AIDS and died of that or whatever. It, it was like a kind of sort of like uh, movie because of HBO they can show a lot more as opposed to like nowadays where they like do TV movies now. They do them on like basic cable channels where they can't show as much. Big plan for me. Is that working for me? Uh, I don't know. Especially considering the untimely death of the subject, Angelina manages to capture the endearing ways of Gia and ensures a level of sympathy. And for her work, Jolie ultimately won a Golden Globe. I need you. I need you now. You have to be here now. Incidentally, Gia established a certain persona for the fiercely talented rising star and created a persistent buzz about the name Angelina Jolie. You're a model, aren't you? Why do I look stupid? Number two, Christine Collins, Changeling. Uh, I don't know what Changeling is about. Let's skip that one. Let's go to Girl Interrupted. Number one, Lisa Rowe, Girl Interrupted. Whereas a film like Gia staged Angelina Jolie as an emerging starlet, James Mangold's adaptation of Susanna Kaysen's memoir gave the actress a platform to dig even deeper. Is you free? You think you're free? I'm free! You don't know what- I like to put those two movies in the same class. Girl Interrupted and The Verge of Suicides. And the exact same thing. And I actually like both movies. I've seen Girl Interrupted a, not once or twice maybe. I need to watch it again. I've seen Divergent Suicides a couple of times. I like the soundtrack to it. I like the uh, 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 was it the parents were trying to shut their daughters off from the outside world because the one youngest daughter killed herself for some reason or whatever, I forget what it was. And then they 
the boy, I remember all the main thing I remember from the Virgin Suicides was they were playing records across the street trying to get their attention. They were playing Todd. Hello, it's me. And then the girls across the street would play something else to know, like, we hear you when they play another record. And then they made a uh, thing that night. They were like, oh, we're all going to sneak off together and we're going to run away. We're all going to run away together. I don't want any plans. We're just all going to run away together. Have you come to find out that the one girl had killed everybody? That's crazy, dude. Interrupted takes place in an American mental institution with Jolie playing a manipulative yet charismatic patient. They're building a new Disneyland in Florida. If I could have any job in the world, I'd be a professional Cinderella. It could be Snow White. For many viewers, the film represents a first discovery of Angelina Jolie, and the vicious dialogue of Lisa Rowe complements Angie's domineering nonverbal behavior. Go ahead. That's enough. Take one f***ing step and I'll jam this in my aorta. Go ahead. She reportedly stayed in character throughout filming, which she was known to do for her earlier roles. While that's quite the methodical approach, it was one that paid off, as the Oscar-winning performance instantaneously made Angelina Jolie a mainstream movie star. Lisa, I have to do my tricks. Yeah, and what? Taking five minutes for me would be a dereliction of duty? Huh? Do you agree with our list? What is your favorite Angelina Jolie performance? Imagine they, they didn't include like hackers or uh, oh no, that's a different movie. I was thinking I was gonna say Swordfish, but that's where Holly Berry first showed her Chi-Chi's before Monsters Ball. We're back to TMC with the news, and uh, let's see what else is going on. Talked about the Barbie, talked about that. Cleveland Brown fans replaced Field after M. GK concert. What happened? Cleveland Browns grounds crew rushed to plant new grass right after the Machine Gun Kelly's homecoming concert. First in the stadium on Saturday. It wasn't because the show got two rides because it was so all it was all part of the plans. Cleveland planned to in front of the Cleveland native played in front of a packed crowd on Saturday, giving a bloody performance. Why? And then including a zip lining throughout the stadium. Why? I guess because he's not that good of a fucking rapper, so he has to make it for his live shows. Because that's to be one of them things like, oh, you got to see him live, man. He's so much cooler when he's live, man. He does all this type of extra shit as opposed to just being a good fucking rapper. And be able to rap. He'll say Eminem shorted him or whatever for the creative process, but come on, you did a lot of stuff, you know. Didn't even say what it is, what it was that he did it. What happened? I don't even care. Our Kelly is going on trial again, even though he's been convicted. Bruce's daughters settle diehard debate jingle all the way yippee ki motherfucker because yeah, Bruce, Bruce Willis has it is has a cognitive disease or something he has something that had to stop him. he that made him had to stop acting or whatever 
like some kind of form of autism or something where he can't do anything for himself. They said Rocky pleads not guilty to Farm's case, of course. Uh, what else? Grace Brown, Houston woman, files docs to get show canceled. Just shut her down. That's about. Joe Rogan invokes a 14 year old daughter. Invokes a 14 year old daughter into heated abortion debate. Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate can lick the smelliest of assholes. All I care. Those guys are fucking toxic, dude. They got fucking mass followers. Now, me, myself, personally, I was like, okay. If I had a show, I would invite any. I would invite anybody on to speak their their piece, as long as they're not like outright promoting something, something. But he's had he's had he's had Proud Boys and stuff on there, and he just he's. You know, people's like, oh, he seems like he conservative. I know he's like very liberal about certain things, but it's just his whole energy of who he is and the group he represents just doesn't sit right with me, mind you. Like, and mind you, I like fucking uh, Doug Stanhope. But I I used to, I will say. Big influence on my comedy lifestyle. I have not heard from him or of him since, like, 2013. So I don't know what... He could have been saying all types of crazy shit since then. I know he has a podcast or whatever and has put out maybe a couple specials here or there or whatever. But... I don't want to keep that in the mess. So that's the news. Um, oh, I guess the main part of the news I missed was that the FBI raided Trump's house. And now Trump's considering releasing footage of FBI Mar-a-Lago raid. Um, federal agents have been receiving threat threats because of their raid on Trump's thing. Here's my, here's my question for all you people out there who are riding and dying for Trump. He's not riding and dying for you. You like what he represents, but he's not. he doesn't give a shit. He's a fucking capitalist. All he wants to do is make his money and and do what he wants to do. He doesn't care about... Like, I, I, even if you like what he's saying, mind you, he doesn't mean it because he just wants to say that stuff to get your money. To get your votes, to get your power, you know, to get your power to get to where he was. It's sad. It's so fucking sad that he was actually president. Even one term president. Like, of all the fucking people who could have been president for at least one term, that could have done something with that time period, constructively. And the fact that we had him and just slowed the progress of where we're supposed to be at. Come on now. You gotta admit, he's not looking out for you. He's not gonna. He's not looking out for you, poor whites. He's not looking out for you, disenfranchised. He's not looking out for you, people out. He is looking out to keep his fucking empire in shape and to have money, because creating a racial divide or a classist divide, uh, uh, in a way, of the lower classes, mind you, not where he's at created a divide of that magnitude make sure that he keeps his money intact 
because you you all are so busy fighting each other, you don't notice that I'm taking money from everybody. Mm. Because in the 90s, Trump was all over black shit. He was friends with Russell Simmons and things like that. And I don't, you know, whatever you want to say about Russell Simmons or what he did. Uh, whatever. But, <clears throat> yeah. That's how I feel about that. But hopefully, in the future, we as people grow more. We grow more, we learn more, we do better. Because this is ridiculous what's going on with him. to the top of today's show main case bad parents what qualifies as a bad parent well you'll see so I don't know if we want to go with a top 10 list if we want to go with newsreels we'll see mind you a lot of this stuff is graphic a lot of parents probably you know accused of child abuse neglect some sexual crimes would be mentioned about some murders of toddlers abuse of toddlers and things like that any violence towards a kid is horrible especially from a parent it's despicable you want this child in this world to abuse it you awful piece of shit but uh yeah we're gonna get into this right now I don't know if we want to uh here we go two very different stories emerging in this case. The family says it all started when they called police for help and when one of their kids ran away. But police say what they discovered was some of the worst child abuse they have ever seen. And a warning, some of these images are disturbing. All right, this teens rescued from horrible home. Shocking allegations ten kids. Of a house of horrors. Police say 10 children, ranging in age from four months to 12 years old, were found in this Fairfield, California home, living in squalor. Horrific stories of alleged child abuse. Every day they lived in torture, every day, all day long. Wanda Rogers is a children's maternal grandmother. Six of the children removed from her home are now in her care. She agreed to talk to NBC News, but did not want to appear on camera. These disturbing photos allegedly show examples of the mistreatment. Abuse. They went through a lot of abuse. In hit. Their father, 29-year-old Jonathan Allen, is now under arrest, charged with nine counts of torture and six counts of child abuse. You can't see this guy's face, but he's got, like, face tattoos. He's got, like, a tattoo underneath his eyeball, one side of his other eye. Just, yeah, this is... Jesus Christ. 30-year-old Ina Rogers, charged with child endangerment, said... 29, 30 years old, 10 kids. I'm assuming they're probably not all probably from different fathers or mothers or something. I don't let's see if they mention if they're all from the same couple. Late twenties and thirty and you got ten kids. This it's all a big mistake. My children are my life. But authorities say what went on inside this house was sadistic. Puncture wounds, burns. Bruising, the injuries consistent with being shot with a pellet gun or a BB gun. Wanda Rogers says police seized a knife from the couple's home and this book about Satan. Jonathan worships the devil. 
He had a devil room in a uh, devil room that he called a uh, meditation room. This is just the latest of several high-profile cases involving alleged child abuse. Police in Southern California found multiple children malnourished, bound, and shackled to their beds. Investigators say David and Louise Turpin held their 13 children captive for years. Anna Rogers maintains the accusations against her and her husband are absolutely not true, and she wants her children back. Mommy loves you so much. Of course, they clean up with a camera. Loves you so much, and we are not going to stop. Jonathan Allen I, is still in jail. His don't judge a book by its cover, but the motherfucker, you gotta look at this guy. The fucking tattoo. When you decide to get face tattoos, that's a permanent decision. Alright. <clears throat> Hill has been set at $5 million. Police say the abuse investigation is now looking at incidents that may have happened as far back as 2014. And for now, those children are staying with extended family. Guys, back oh my God, it's such a disturbing story. Glad to hear those kids got out of there. I wish they would have gone into more detail about what was going on. But 10 kids, and I guarantee probably none of them work. He's living in squalor, probably, I said the guy had a fucking devil worshiping room or whatever the case may be. Ugh. I can't find part one of this video. Sorry, that first video, they didn't really go into a lot of detail about what happened, but it's really more of a visual thing, mind you, because the guy's... <laughs> Hopefully those kids are alright. I didn't even look at to see how old that video was. Uh, top 10 worst parents part 2 this is by amazing top 10 this is part 2 but I couldn't find part 1 I typed in part 1 part whatever alright here we go time last week and named myself Danny so you know it can happen now guys some of these are really really intense they are the worst of the worst so let's jump right into our number 10 like we always do with a baby in the microwave this is the shocking story of a woman called China Arnold from Ohio China USA, Arnold who was convicted of killing her one month old baby daughter by putting her in a microwave god god damn what the fuck was she Put her one month old baby in the microwave. She was cold. Did this after a fight with her boyfriend over whether or not he was the baby's biological father. The baby was cooked alive at 108 degrees. Jesus Christ. Despite efforts to save her life by doctors, she died the next day. She is now serving a life sentence in prison after a death sentence was overturned. I don't know who the father's baby might be, so I'm going to kill it in the worst way a microwave. Put a baby in a microwave. A woman, oh jeez Louise, I can't even, yeah that's a logical step to do that, because you're promiscuous, you don't know who the father is, well, fuck you nigga, I'm gonna kill a baby anyway, like, I'm trying to offer some kind of jokes, because these are serious things, can't change what happened, I can only report on what, the stories that they tell me, that I look up, and information that I have, I can't change what happened, I feel sorry for the victim, I would say the victim's family, but the victim's family is the one that perpetrated the crime, so fuck her. I mean, come on now. Be 
because you didn't know who the who the father of the baby was. You wanted to kill it. And now let's take a look at our number nine, which is the story of Eunice Spry. This woman was convicted in 2007 of beating, abusing, and starving the three children who were in her foster care Ugh. over a 19-year period. She yep. would force the kids to drink washing of liquid and bleach and eat their own vomit. And oh. These twisted punishments continued until one of the girls managed to escape the house when she was 19 and reported everything to the police. Despite being found guilty of all charges brought against her, Spry denied any wrongdoing and said the most she ever did was a smack on the bottom. If that's what she... Oh, that little smack on the bottom. What a smack on the bottom. They fed them dishwashing soap and bleach. The fuck? I guess in, in, in some people's fucked up minds... Uh... But they were like, they were like, uh, I it used to hit me with an open hand. Like, well, my father used to beat me with a shoe. So yeah, <laughs> I only shoot my hands. They love you. And never mind. And it's no fun. And people like that that take in foster kids just for the checks and don't help them and abuse them. They've already probably had to leave a home because of abuse. And to be put, be put in an environment that abuses them again, creating a cycle that doesn't end. How, how could you have hope for humanity after some shit like that? Imagine you. I'm sure it's happened to plenty of people out there in the system. You escaped the home of abuse from your natural parents, your birth parents, or whatever. You get out. Get put in foster care. You don't know what's going to happen to you. You get placed in the care of somebody and you think maybe things gonna be better, maybe it starts off good, you get meals and you get roof over your head and things seem like they're alright, and then you start getting abused again. It's like fuck me, dude. I cannot catch a fucking break in this life. Like what the hell's going on? Why would he Oh, let's go back to this one. Um, I want to give a shout out to. Despite being found guilty of all charges brought against her, Spry denied any wrongdoing. Victoria Spry wrote a book called "Tortured." It says tortured, abused, and neglected by Britain's most sadistic mum. This is my story of survival. So, uh, check that out. It's Tortured by Victoria Spry. And said the most she ever did was a smack on the bottom. If that's what she calls a spank, I don't even want to know what she does when she gets really mad. So we're on number eight now, and it's the man who stole money from a charity that was set up for his dying son. Julian Ems, a father from the UK, was sentenced to three years in prison for taking £16,500 from a charity that was set up to pay for his dying son's motor neuro disease treatment. £55,000 was raised to send the son to China to pay for stem cell treatment, but by the time he died in 2011, aged just 24, there wasn't even enough money to have a funeral for him. Mm. The father told investigators that he was simply safeguarding the cash from other family members, but a court heard that the 46-year-old had a £15,000 debt at the time, and prosecutors suggested that he was using the money from his son's fund to pay off this debt. Wow. On to our number seven now, which is... Okay. Uh, this is the whole thing with like online um, 
fundraising and crowdsourcing and all this stuff. All that stuff is good when it goes to good causes and stuff like that. Hopefully all the ones that online go to good causes and stuff like that. You know. But that shouldn't, you know, unfortunately. Guy died. So he wasn't able to go to China anyway to get the, the treatment. These online platforms that allow people to, to fundraise and create causes and raise money. Some are doing it for very good reasons. Some are doing it for legit reasons. Some people are on there lying their asses off. Who was it? The one woman who said that she was a single mom with three girls and she didn't know if she was going to make ends meet because of COVID. And then it turns out those, mean, those, those weren't even her kids. Those were her boyfriend's kids. And the only reason that they found out is because the baby mom went on social media and said, those are my kids that she's on there posting with. She doesn't have any kids. And she started a, a GoFundMe or something and raised a bunch of money. You hear shit like that. It just makes me hate humanity, dude. Sickening sex acts on a 10-month-old baby. Oh, I don't want to. People this sick actually exist. But Fuck. Ashley Jessup was convicted in 2000. I would say trigger warning if I knew that. Just, yeah, like I said, this is, this is the thing to do. When you do a list like this, unfortunately, this topic is going to come up more than once. So let's grit our teeth, rock through it, and listen to the uh, what happened. Of raping her 10 month old son after sharing the videotape of the act with her boyfriend. She allegedly performed sex acts on the baby and emailed them to him after he requested it. Once police found that out, they arrested the couple and took the baby into protective custody. <sighs> I know, guys, that is just nasty, nasty stuff, but you don't make it onto this list by being a nice, decent parent. Right. You make it onto the list by being the worst of the worst. Let's not forget that fact as we move on to our number six, which is a story of a man who let his baby twins drown as he played on his Game Boy. Back in 2006, Gregory Klein... And these people all were allowed to reproduce some multiple times. I guess except that lady that was taking care of the foster kids. Those weren't her kids. Uh, I might actually read that book. Actually, I don't want to read that but I had to read A Child Called It in college for a class. And it was just so like... It happens. It, it happens. It's just like reading about it. I don't know. Just seeing a movie or a documentary or even a YouTube video about it, it upsets me. But like, happen to read about it in detail. If you ever read a book, a child called it about the abuse he went through from his mom. Crazy. Like the whole detail of it, of like really in depth of what's going on, because they couldn't, you know. It's just, it was too much. And mind you, I don't mind reading books about fucking I, I child uh, uh, child crimes. I don't like. I'm gonna take a hard stance on this. I'm against child crimes. Don't like them. Not a fan of them. Anybody that perpetrates uh, violent acts towards children is a horrible person. I know it's a controversial stance to take. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna sell myself down that hill. Guilty to two counts of involuntary manslaughter for causing the deaths of his 10 month old twins. The babies drowned in their bathtubs after Gregory left them alone in there. He told investigators that after running their bath and putting them in it, he left them alone for half an hour while he went to play on his. He left 10 months, 10, two 10 month year old babies that weren't even a year yet. 
he, first of all, that, that's not even how you fucking do that. Don't when you have a baby, don't you like let the water run first? Get to a certain point, then you put the kid in. You don't keep the water running while the kid's in there. You want to make sure it's not too hot, not too cold, things like that. That's what a responsible parent would do. He just threw him in the bath, turned the water on. I was like, all right, soaps over there, towels over there. Holler if you need me. Close the door. Ah, Game Boy. This is 2006. Game Boy was not even that popping then. Game Boy. He was three rooms away, and when he returned, they had drowned. The judge said that he had recklessly violated his duty of care as a parent and sentenced him to five years in prison. Now, he only got five years? that he did this intentionally, it's still incredibly... He only got five years. He drowned two kids. He only got five fucking years. Let me go back. What is this guy's name? Let's not forget that fact as we move on to our number six, which is a story of a man who let his baby twins drown as he played on his Game Boy. Back in 2006, Gregory Kleinmark pleaded guilty Gregory to Kleinmark. involuntary manslaughter for causing the deaths of his 10-month-old twins. The babies drowned in their bathtubs after Gregory left them alone in there. He told investigators that after running their bath and putting them in it, he left them alone for half an hour while he went to play on his Game Boy. He was three rooms away and when he returned, the they had drowned. The judge said that he had recklessly violated his duty of care as a parent and sentenced him to five years in prison. Now, although there is he no only got five years. that he did this intentionally, it's still incredibly thoughtless and careless. Right. Just don't leave babies in bathtubs, ever. Just don't do it. Right. You should also never... He only got five years? Fuck that guy, dude. And he left him in there for half an hour. What do you think they been there doing? Oh, they think they just need that privacy. I don't want to interrupt them. Whatever they're doing, let me just. And those were his kids. This is why I'm probably scared to have kids, man. I do want to sire kids or a child one day. Um, but it's just. I was worried about, like, genetically what I bring to the table to my kid because I don't want to. First of all, I got to find a woman who wants to be with me. Let me, you know, shoot up the club raw to have my baby. <laughs> then, so we gotta find somebody who wants to have my baby, then have the baby, and then we'll go from there. Those are all things that are not gonna happen anytime soon. Everyone's like, oh, why don't, oh, why don't you have kids? Ain't nobody trying to let me fuck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You get to a certain point, like, like that's all, like, when you work with people and stuff like that, especially when you work with, like, no offense, my, uh, my Latino brothers and sisters, sisters, Latinx brothers and sisters, I don't know the proper nomenclature is nowadays, a lot of things they do is because a lot of them are, you know, already married and a lot of them already have kids and things like that, they go, oh, man, you're young, man, you got, you got a wife, you got a girlfriend, um, I just, I just work all the time, you know, I'm kind of trying to focus on myself right now at the moment. You know, get my money up and then see what happens from there. Oh, yeah, it's smart, man. Get your money up, man. You got kids, man? You got kids? Like, nah, I don't have any kids. No, man, young man, like, you ain't need kids, man. You need one kid, man. Why you don't have no kids? Because I'm working all the time trying to get my money up right now. And I'm so awkward socially when it comes to dating. And I don't come off as the most likable person sometimes. And I've spent a lot of years in therapy, dealing with the fact that the only one I'm attracted to women who are awful for me, who don't want me, those are the ones that really turn me on. Oh my goodness. If you're a beautiful girl and you fucking 
don't want anything to do with me. Oh, dude, I love you even more. Now, ironically enough, the girls who do show me interest in 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 in, in, in favor, uh, I might be interested for a little bit, but they don't really hold my attention that long. It's a whole thing of like maybe it's because my mom passed away when I was a baby, and I it's of abandonment. So I'm just trying to latch on to a female that I can't obtain for some reason. I think that's something to do with, even though I grew up with my grandparents, my grand it's, uh, it's probably a whole psychological thing behind that. I'm not gonna go into. I discussed it with therapy, working past it. Woman who smoked. Twenty-year-old Charlie Wilcox from England was convinced that smoking 15 to 20 cigarettes every single day would not only be totally fine, but that it would actually make the baby stronger during her pregnancy. Her twisted logic was that inhaling large amounts of carbon monoxide into her lungs would force her baby's heart to work harder. The harder it worked, the stronger it would be, like exercise for the womb. Now I know you guys are smart, so I don't need to tell you how dumb this is. The baby actually ended up being born prematurely and had a dangerously low birth weight. But now we are on to... If that's the only thing that happened to that child, well, also fucking... What are the rules for that? I don't know what it is over there, but... You got an obviously pregnant woman sitting there smoking and drinking. Isn't that illegal? I don't... I'm confused, but I feel like... Becoming something like that if you're pregnant, it's no longer just your body. We have to protect the right of that feet. I sound like a fucking Republican, don't I? Not a Republican, but one of them crazy white wing nuts. Here's my stance on since they actually came up with something with like abortions and stuff like that. Um, if you want to say it's your body, it's your body. It's not your body anymore once you're pregnant. That's how I feel about it. It's the babies. So now you have to take care of that baby. I'm just upset that it seems like abortion is being used as the, the form of birth control for people who don't know how to fucking put on condoms or use birth control pills. To be honest with you, that's what it seems like. Yes, yes, and chances of like, you know, rape and incest and things like that. Yes, abortion, whatever. And if the baby has some sort of medical disability that will make it hard for the baby to live a proper life yes that's fine yeah if if, if you having this baby is going to hurt you or the baby or bring the baby into this world who's like I think a lady was trying to recently have an abortion because her baby was like in, in, in the picture they showed the baby was like missing half a skull like you don't want to bring that into the world and, and have that baby suffer all types of pain and, and, and you know whatever the case may be and then whatever happens to it so yeah that's fine but once you're pregnant and you're carrying your child the full term that's your goal whether you whatever your body isn't just your body anymore alright you're it's also babies smoking and drinking during pregnancy I don't know if it's illegal or I don't know if it's a punishable offense but I mean if they only think about like if you're doing like hardcore drugs and shit like that it's illegal because you're doing hardcore drugs but as far as like smoking and drinking during pregnancy 
technically speaking, that's why I hate working in the service industry. I couldn't do this. I would definitely have to quit my job if this happened. If a pregnant woman walks into the bar and wants to order drinks for herself, you cannot deny her. Fucking six-month pregnant woman walks into the bar, give me six shots of Jameson, big old beer, and a shot of Patron. <laughs> I'm trying to get Junior started. <laughs> you can't. I know they're saying like a glass of wine every now and then during the pregnancy isn't too bad, but even then it's like I still wouldn't want to risk that. Alcohol fetal syndrome is a thing. And I think it's fucking stupid that like as a person who works in the service industry, you can't you sit there and you be like, uh I'm not serving you because you're pregnant as shit and you're up here ordering shots for yourself. No, lady. Oh, you can't do that. That's discrimination. That's discrimination. Well, maybe you should have been discriminated to whoever you let shoot up your club. You could have been here and had shots like regular. Whatever. The girl who killed her baby and then took it shot. Oh. In 2013, Tiana Rodriguez, a teenage girl from New York, was stopped at the Victoria's Secret store on suspicion of stealing a pair of skinny jeans. She strangled the baby to death. She <gasps> the baby in a shopping bag, but on the way, she thought she'd do some shoplifting. And that's when a grisly discovery was made. Well, just did a murder right quick, killed the infant, feel like shoplifting. First of all, what's going on? She was so scared of her parents that she, first of all, what's going on in her life? Her parents didn't notice she was pregnant. That's one thing. I mean, yeah, you can get away with wearing like baggy clothes and shit for a while, but. But damn, girl, you eating too much. You gaining too much weight. Look at you now. You fat as hell. Stop eating so goddamn much. Like, there must have been some awful parents. Really must have been some awful parents. And even then, had the baby at a friend's house in the bathtub, all right? Before she killed it, you can take the baby to a hospital or a fire station and just give them up. If that's, it's already here in the world. Let that child have a chance in life. Take it to somewhere where it can get help. You don't have to, you know, maybe later on down the line in your life, you'll be like, you know, I had that child when I was 16 and I gave him up and I always wondered where they'd be at today. I'm sorry, baby. I was just young and stupid and I just wasn't able to take care of you. But I hope that you went to a nice family and had a nice life and things like that. Nope, killed a baby, stuffed it in the bag, and was like, yo, let's go shopping real quick. Let's go shoplifting real quick. The fuck was her... Things are looking just as grim as we move on to number three, guys. I blame her as a parent, even though she's a child. So then I blame her parents as well, because that's... If she felt comfortable enough in her own home and had an open line of communication with her parents... Who knows if there was abuse going on in the house or not, but she could have came to them and said, I'm pregnant. 
and they would have either got her help or something would have happened and she wouldn't have had to kill that baby because she was scared to go to her parents that she was for nine months and like I said if they're that oblivious about her being pregnant and then she whatever it just makes my fucking head hurt thinking about the whole what it could be and I bet you, yeah, if I look up the story, they're probably like, well, we didn't even know she was pregnant. You know, we would have gladly helped her raise the baby or something like that. In the best case scenario. But she killed him. With the shocking story of a woman who restrained her children in a car and then pushed it into a lake. Mm-hmm. In 1995, Susan Smith caused a media storm. I believe this is the woman who said two black guys did it. Found guilty of the murder of her two sons, Michael, age three, and Alex, age 14 months. After their disappearance, she cried on national television and begged the public for their safe return. She made up this whole story about being carjacked by a man who kidnapped her boys, but the truth came out eventually. For reasons that are still quite unclear, she restrained the boys in a car and then pushed them into a lake off a boat ramp where they. I believe what it was with the story is she was. Uh, I don't know if she was married to the father of the kids or whatever, but she was seeing another guy who didn't want kids. And he was pretty much like, you know, hey, you're cool, but uh, you got them kids, so deuces. And she's like, oh, I want him. Fucking kids always get in my way. Going for a ride in the car. Get in. But the main thing was in the story at the time when she said, she said, black, uh, she said a black man or black men did it. And of course, in this small town, it was somewhere down south, North Carolina, South Carolina, somewhere down there, where they go around kicking in every door in black neighborhoods looking for these two white babies. And sometimes I find out that she killed them. Some people claim that she did it to be with a lover she was having an affair mm-hmm. with, but regardless of the reason, the horrible crime speaks for itself. Next up, we've got the horrible crime of a woman who murdered not one, not two, not even three, but six of her children. I think I remember this one. Megan Huntsman pleaded guilty last year to six accounts of murder for the killing of her newborn babies. Lee said that between 1996 and 2006, Megan became pregnant multiple... Every time she'd have a baby, she'd kill it. I think I do remember this one. She liked the the um, attention of being pregnant, but she didn't want to have the baby. It's like a weird psychological thing. She liked the attention of like everyone being like, "Oh, you're pregnant!" You know, the the, the praises you get for people around. Oh my goodness, you're pregnant! Oh, you're glowing! Look at you! Oh my goodness, what did you do? You had the baby. She liked all that, but she didn't want the baby. So she kind of repeat the cycle every time times and would bring the babies to full term before strangling them with her thumbs. She would then hide the body in the garage. Apparently, nobody noticed these pregnancies and neighbors described her as perpetually slim. Apparently, oh. she started killing off her children like this because she said she had a serious drug problem and felt she Oh, no, it was her. Okay, I was wrong. There was a woman, though, who who did do that, and I had, I had a... She did it for a long time, too, where she would have babies and she liked the attention she got for being pregnant but didn't want to have the babies because she felt like it was too much work or it was going to interfere with her life and what she wanted to do I think she was either a single mom I think she was a single mom I don't know but um, let's go back to the beginning of this one I thought it was a different case 
but this lady didn't even people said they didn't even know she was pregnant two not even three but six of her children in a number two megan huntsman pleaded guilty last year to six accounts of murder for the killing of her newborn babies lee said that between 1996 and 2006 megan grove utah multiple times and would bring the babies to full term before strangling them with her thumbs she would then hide the body in the garage apparently nobody noticed these pregnancies and neighbors described her as perpetually slim apparently she started killing off her children like this because she said she had a serious drug problem and felt she couldn't care for them. Now, although I know people can be scared with the situation they might be in about bringing a child into the world, there are so many more things to resort to right. before you kill them. Such a tragic story. Well, guys, we looked at some of the worst parents. Yeah, like, seriously. Like, okay, I thought that one was, uh, was a different, different story. Let's see if I can find part one. Oh, I can't find part one. This goes to parts. Alright, let's just go to the next one then. I can't even find the story of the one I was talking about because there's so many. I typed in Google, woman who killed her babies because she liked being pregnant. It's like so many different stories pop up. Of Linda Cardi, and Candace Pickens, and the Megan husband one pops up, but uh, dude, I can't, if anybody knows the story I'm talking about, it was a lady who got pregnant several times um, and then it was one of the lady who pretended to be pregnant and killed a woman tried to take her baby because she was pretending to be pregnant to keep a guy, I guess and she, uh, I remember this one because it was an episode of Small Town Murder. It was called something Miracle Murder or something like that, where she took her to the desert to kill her and cut the baby out with it with a with a with a car with a car key with a car, uh, car key. Uh, was this the one? No, no, no. So many of these stories are so similar, too. It's hard to, like... You gotta have, like, the exact fucking thing. I can't find it, though. So many, like, you type in woman... Just don't do that. Fucking Google searches and shit. Here's part three. Parents who draped their baby in a huge snake. That's right. In a snake. You know what doesn't mix well with babies? Pythons. Right. Hi, Peter. Meet Python. Oh, wait. Yes, Python. Python who thinks that you could be its dinner. It could engulf you whole. So even if this isn't the baby eating type of Python, I still don't think it's a good idea to maybe drape your baby in a snake. It could smother or squeeze it to death. And parenting. In at number mm. nine, we have the parents of this, um, accident. I mean, what kind of parents would dress their kid as a condom for the funsies? Parents of this kid, I guess. They are either suggesting that maybe one of these may have come in handy before this uh, point into the world, or they're teaching him a lesson in safe All right, this one I'm going to skip because I think she, uh... floating around in the world, they're pretty much ruined out of being president or, like, a respected person. These aren't really the worst fucking parents in the world. Let's see if we go to a different... No. No. 
yeah, she uh, she said even in the beginning of the video that she she was gonna go in a different direction with it. We're gonna go back to the vibe we had going early, even though that was disheartening. I kind of want to keep that same energy. So I switched over to Watch Mojo's list. Number ten, the human Barbie. I'm more plastic than Barbie, and I love it. Sarah Burge, nicknamed the human Barbie, is a British woman who's addicted to plastic surgery. She offered her seven-year-old daughter $10,000 for breast implants. Uh, but don't worry, the surgery has not yet been performed, since you need to be at least 16 years old in England to go under the knife. This was simply a gift young. for the future, should her daughter grow up with undersized breasts. Her daughter also received a gift card for liposuction, but she says she is very thankful for receiving these strange gifts. I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Of course, when you grow up like that, I mean... not the worst thing in the world I mean you should just have that money set aside for your kids I don't know how elective surgery works over there I'm not good looking that's for you but whatever that's not the case um she clearly this lady clearly has some sort of body dysmorphia thing going on with her and she's going to potentially pass it down to her child hopefully that the child isn't being solely parented by that one woman. I hope there's other people intervening. It's not the worst thing. Liposuction and some boobies when you turn 16. If that's what you want to do with your life, okay, that's fine, whatever. But as long as you're not going to the dinner table, you fat cow, you know, doing stuff like that. That's not the worst thing. It's not cool, but it's not the worst thing. And it's not, you know, it doesn't put the child in me. Maybe the psychological effect of whatever she's doing might be something, but it doesn't put the child in clear and present danger at the moment. I can see. Other than the mom being a bit unhinged. But if the child is being taken care of properly, fed, clothed, sheltered, you can't tell people how to raise their kids. Because what works for my kid may not work for your kid. I, I try to be really polite to all my guests. I just think you're dreadful, and I, I honestly don't want to talk to you. Ooh, Anderson Cooper. Number nine, too young for Botox. Does it look better after you get Botox? This one. This one is more dangerous. The the woman who gave her daughter Botox, that is that is more dangerous. These are both the same side, the same coin, but different sides. This is a lot more dangerous. Beauty pageants for young girls in the USA raise many eyebrows. And also, if you put your fucking chill in the fucking beauty pageants you, you mm, why why what is the point she, she's gonna be little miss heart heartthrob or little miss heartbreaker it's like ages fucking four to like 13 or some shit and it's like all panel of like old dudes oh they really need to shut that shit down. I really think that that needs to be against the law. These child pageants like that need to be against the law. Although these competitions seem harmless, some mothers will do anything to make sure their child wins. Right. Such is the case for Carrie Campbell, who injects Botox into her eight-year-old daughter, Brittany. She states that her daughter is already starting to have wrinkles, and Botox is the only way to make sure she continues to compete. According to her, the procedure is normal, and all other moms do it too. We sure hope she's wrong. 
Probably, probably not. Russia with love. There is a procedure to give up a child. It's not that easy. It's not a pet that you can take and then give away. In 2010, Russia threatened to suspend all adoption requests from the United States. Oh. Why? Because of a mom from Tennessee who didn't understand that a seven-year-old child doesn't come with a return policy. Artyom Savelyev was adopted by an American woman named Tori Hansen. Unable to control her son's behavior, she sent him off on a plane with a one-way ticket to Moscow. Despite the diplomatic incident... Whoa! Fuck that lady, dude. That's not the child I want. Put him back on the plane? No, what? Be mad at that one particular woman. Don't be mad. It was probably a good thing for the child. Right. He then accused his adoptive mother of being mean to him and pulling his hair on several occasions. One thing's for sure, these two will not miss each other. Right. Number seven, a very early driving lesson. A dad teaching his son how to drive is a classic bonding activity, just as long as they're of age, of course. But Billy Joe Madden, a father from Louisiana, obviously didn't know the traffic laws. Too drunk to drive, he made his eight-year-old son drive for him. The poor child was even forced to get on the highway. And to make matters even worse, his four-year-old brother was sitting in the back seat without his seatbelt on. Funny enough, oddly enough, that's that's the tightest joke. He said, not that phase me, when you driven your drunk father to your mom's parole hearing, and I was eight. Clearly, I hope that's an embellishment, but he did. Christopher Titus didn't make a joke about that. He's like, nothing phases me now. Thankfully, they were stopped by the cops before they had a chance of getting into an accident. Number six, selling your daughter for a car. Unable to make their car payments, James and Sandra Davis did the unthinkable. Originally from the state of Georgia, these parents convinced their 14-year-old daughter to have sex with the salesman to cover the monthly cost of $281. Thankfully, they were quickly discovered by police and arrested. Robert Bearded, the salesman, got 10 years in prison for assaulting a minor. These pimp parents, on the other hand, got several years of imprisonment and are not allowed to contact their child for at least 20 Damn, can't pay these bills. What we gonna do? We just gonna have a little missy sleep with the man to pay these bills off. Because they can't afford 200 something dollars a month to pay off a car. No, this is everyone involved. It's, it's horrible that they did that to that kid. And then it's horrible there was another person that was willing to accept that offer as a thing. You'd hope that if someone brought that up, the guy would be like, oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna call the cops. <laughs> He was like, oh, yeah, sound like you have a deal to me. Like, where get on there? Selling your daughter for, not even selling her for the car. Like, because they can't afford the monthly payments. Oh, my head hurts. Years. They definitely deserve that. Number five, the Kentucky Ogre. Everyone knows about the child-eating ogre tales and their victims' sad destinies. This is the case for Larry Long, a man accused of voluntarily placing his five-month-old baby in the oven. Brandy Hatton, the baby's mother, was awakened by her son's screams, who had spent the night in the oven. Thankfully, the heat was turned off. To justify his behavior, Larry Long admitted his actions were inebriated by the influence of alcohol and marijuana. This story was more than enough to remove custody of the child from these negligent parents. Right. Pimp parent, take two. Looking at turning over. What was he saying? Oh, <sighs> damn it! You put the baby in the oven again. I at least I didn't turn it on this time, bitch. Shit. 
fuck was the point of that? Yeah, thankfully both parents need to be held accountable. Every rock to make sure that they have all the information they need. If you thought selling your daughter for car payments was the worst offense ever, think again. In 2011, an American woman tried selling her 13-year-old daughter's virginity for $10,000. She even sent nude pictures of her child to two men in hopes of starting a dating war. Thankfully, her spouse caught her sending the text messages okay. to the potential buyers. He immediately contacted the police, okay. saving his child from a traumatic event. Okay, good. Thank you. Scrupulous mother. Thank you for that father out there. Baby. You remember that viral video from 2010? Hardy Rizal made international headlines at only two years old. Back then, this Indonesian baby smoked 40 cigarettes a day. Jesus it all began Christ. when his parents, who were fed up of hearing him cry, had the dumb idea of giving him cigarettes. The child was quickly addicted and became the youngest chain smoker in the world. Thankfully, his parents reversed their actions and forced him to quit smoking. Today, Artie Rizal is nine years old. He no longer smokes and is concentrating on school. Number two, a virtual baby. Parents should never oh, favor one child over the other, especially when one of them is virtual. A Korean couple was arrested in 2010 for aggravated negligence after the tragic death of their three-month-old baby. The couple spent their days in an internet cafe, raising a virtual child in a video game called Prius Online. During that time, their real daughter was left at home alone, barely fed. Oh, uh, yeah, I think Law ordered the episode about that. I think I remember that. The worst outcome possible. After a 12-hour video game marathon, they made the horrifying discovery that their baby had died from malnutrition. Before we get to our top pick, here are a few dishonorable mentions. People, man. To end the argument, a mother organized a fight between her daughter and her friend. Yeah, you can't have kids fight each other. I mean, they look like teenagers, though, but still. A mother forced her... A mother forced her 15-year-old son to public display his bad grades. Uh, uh, I guess have him stand on the side of the street with a sign. Hi, my name is so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. I mean, depend. I don't know. That that one's kind of. It depends how old they are, and the circumstances behind it. Because uh, there was one video where a woman had her son hold up a sign saying, "I steal money from my mom," and she's like, "You know, I work all these. I work multiple jobs, all these hours to get you the things you need, stuff like that. You go in my purse and steal over a hundred dollars." To go hang out with you and your friends. And the way the kid was probably like, I don't know, somewhere between like middle school and like sophomore and high school or something like that, or maybe younger than that. So that one I was like, okay, that's, yeah, that, I didn't feel bad about that. Either. I don't know what the circumstances behind this one. Number one, 13 tortured children. Louise says she wanted a 14th. All the children have a name that begins with J. It should be a place where kids feel safe. Unfortunately, this was not the case for the 13 Turpin children, who allegedly suffered physical and psychological abuse at the hands of their parents for years, before the case finally came to light in 2018. According to authorities, David and Louise Turpin kept their children locked up in the house, and went so far as to shackle some of the kids to their beds. Furthermore, the victims were so malnourished that when police met the 17-year-old girl who had managed to escape, they mistook her for a 10-year-old. While mm. both parents have pleaded not guilty, it's clear they weren't giving the kids the care they deserved. 
one of the children at age 12 is the weight of an average seven-year-old. The 29-year-old female victim weighs 82 pounds. Do you agree with our picks? 29? From Watch Mojo. What? Oh, whatever. Maybe it's the, it's, it's the, she's not able to, when you're that indoctrinated and that abuse, where do you go? Like, where, where can you go? You don't know anything. All you know is this abuse. You can't, and then the worst thing is, being on that type of abuse, you go out and find somebody else to be abused by, unfortunately, to repeat the cycle. How do you discipline your kids? It's the girl who was forced to wear a diaper. Stephanie Alfredo, age 30. Before we get, get into this properly, disciplining your kids. Um, it's somebody who was raised on corporal punishment to an extent for many years. Um, I guess it depends on, I mean, I thought about some stuff when I was little, younger, that it's like, yeah, I probably, yeah, that's the, exactly, that's, you should've got hit in the head, no, not hit in the head, but a pop across the face for that, because that was fucking, what are you doing that? The fucking time I was set my great-grandma's apartment on fire, for some reason I put a microwave in the, in the in, I put a microwave in the microwave, I put a pencil in the microwave for some fucking reason. I don't know why. I don't remember how old I was. It must have been in like middle school or something like that. Because I wasn't quite in high school yet. Putting putting us putting shit in the microwave and watching it catch on fire. And nearly almost burning down the apartment. Not well, not almost burning down the apartment. But if I'd have kept going, then if I wasn't stopped, I would have eventually moved up to putting some shit in there that didn't need to be in there. Already, that would have probably blown it up, like foil or some shit. I don't know why I was doing that. I was, yeah, and I deserved to get my ass beat. My my people find out what I was doing. So, but we'll tell you sports punishments. Yeah. I was worried about that happening to kid, too. Like, how would I just with my kid? Like, I don't... I don't think I'd be the one that would hit my kid, but I guess it depends on what you're doing. Also, I don't fucking give, you know, Sarah an offspring that's fucking psycho. Because I had some traits back when I was younger that if I didn't have corrected, if I didn't have the love and support that I had had growing up, um, I was very close to going down a very dark road and probably ended up being a serial killer. They had all the fucking, I had the, was it the McDonald's triad going on there at one point in time when I was younger? Oof, was bad. I don't know what I would have done had I gone on that road. I don't know what I fucking, you know. But thankfully, I'm not in that state of life anymore, and things are better. As your parents, as we jump straight into our top 10 worst punishments from parents with our number 10. And it's the girl who was forced to wear a diaper. Stephanie Ann Broughton, age 38, and boyfriend Darnell Allen Lundrum, 35, shaved their 12-year-old daughter's head and made her wear a diaper in public because of an F card on her report. And okay, that's a little much. twisted punishment, they call it diaper duty. Police arrested them after a neighbor reported the incident, but they couldn't seem to 
to see the problem. They apparently laughed and joked in the police car all the way to the police station, and I can only hope they have some kind of diaper duty as their punishment so they can really see how messed up this is. Yeah, that's, okay, that's fucked nine, up. It's the woman who sent her son on a plane to Russia. We just... Artyom Sebeliev was a seven-year-old boy who was adopted from Russia by Tori Hansen, a woman from Tennessee. It seemed like everything was going well until Artyom was found at a Moscow airport with nothing but a note from his adopted mother... I don't want him. You take him. Did they? I hope they arrested him. Explained how she no longer wanted to parent the child because he was violent and had severe psychological problems. The letter went on to explain that the mother felt she was lied to by a Russian orphanage where the boy came from about his true nature. She said he was mentally unstable and returned him for the safety of her family, friends, and herself. I can't. Even Didn't you go get him some fucking help? That you don't just put him on the plane back to my. Was this like the orphan? Is that what she's trying to say? I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, that might have been true. Let's give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the kid had some behavioral issues. And maybe the people who let you adopt him. I just don't understand how that works to so adopt a kid overseas. I'm assuming you have to go over there and get him, right? They just don't put your kid on a plane and be like, well, hope you turn up at the airport to get him. <clears throat> I'm gonna send him back to Russia. Uh, maybe I'll cover that one day. Imagine how bad a pretty crappy parent or this kid is more evil than Damien from The Omen. Mm -hmm. You guys figure that one out as we bash our way right into number eight with a man who made his daughter put on medieval armor and fight him. The 38-year-old father from Washington took punishment to the extreme and to the past when he forced his 16-year-old daughter to engage him in medieval combat. Freeman Shea became furious when he had to pick up his daughter oh. to the police station after she had gone to a party without permission. Okay. When they returned home, he told her to put on her armor and they fought with wooden swords in their backyard for two hours until she eventually collapsed from exhaustion. The poor girl was left broken and battered but luckily a friend managed to contact the police for That's a little much but I remember growing up there was a kid whose father had a boxer ring in his basement and I mean this is gonna sound fucked up. He would put the he would put the gloves on and he would spar with him. And he he, he said we're gonna spar because you know and these weren't like you know toddlers or nothing like that. They were kids about 16, 15, 16, 17 years old. They were in high school. You know, old enough to know better for whatever they were doing. And he would give himself a handicap and they would spar. That's just how they did it out. For two hours, though, that's, that sounds like uh, he didn't get tired after two hours. I mean, like, would it be different? Like, what if he made her do a bunch of push ups or something like that, or crunches and shit? Like, uh, that is weird and bizarre, but at the same time, it's like uh, he didn't just he didn't run up on her and hit her. Was he just put on your gear? We're gonna go outside, we're gonna duel who came and arrested the father straight away. I just hope someone told him that it's 2015 and that medieval combat isn't a valid parenting technique. Right. From swords to guns now, we got a father who shot up his daughter's laptop yep. because of a Facebook post she made. I know this one, a Texan guy 
his daughter was posting shit online. This is like in the early days of Facebook when they when they used to uh, when they when they used to do the th- third person thing. And, you know, instead of saying uh, happy, my status is happy. Today is another day. It'd be like Adrian. Adrian is happy. Today is another day, or something like that. Everything would be like a third person. Um. She went on Facebook. We will see it together. In at number seven, when father Tommy Jordan found out that his daughter had posted a rant about her parents, right? On Facebook, She's posting stuff on Facebook. In the clip, Tommy read the daughter's post to the camera, which says, "Dear parents, I'm not, not your slave. slave. It's not my responsibility to, to clean up." Tommy reads the whole rant out before explaining why he's not going to put up with that kind of disrespect, and the way he wants to show that is to shoot his daughter's laptop that he says he spent all day repairing for her. He pulls out his gun and unloads eight rounds into the thing and the video went viral some people thought this was harsh but other people said this was totally justified and that a girl had it coming what do you guys think okay so there's no laughing mm. matter now at number six with a girl who was forced to wear awful clothes to school because she laughed at other people's clothes this girl's mom made her wear a whole bunch of pretty nasty thrift clothes to school that came to a total of fifty dollars you can okay. see some of the clothes here and yeah they're pretty rough they look like they belong in an old people's home well, no trick and the girl seemed to have learned her lesson after two days she said she was sorry and she won't bully her classmates anymore okay but this okay first of all why is that a bad thing and figure all the shit she was wearing it's quite fashionable nowadays it was like looked like it was like 1950s 1940s dresses and shit people wear that shit all the time nowadays i don't see nothing wrong with that yeah, she's been a little fucking asshole making fun of her her classmates or people in her school that can't afford nice clothes for whatever, you know. Girl's probably terrified about laughing at anything at school now. Like, haha, you have a banana for your lunch. Wear a banana outfit for a week, child. Or so I imagine. Okay, we're hard. That wasn't bad. That was actually... Now, things are getting pretty smelly in at number five with the parents who put dog poop in their son's backpack. Oh, and his wife told a court jury that when traditional pairing techniques failed to stop their child's unruly behavior, they had to resort to more extreme methods. They put dog poop in his backpack to teach him to clean up after the dogs and forced him to sleep in the backyard with a dog blanket because the father didn't want to leave him alone with his wife when he went to work in the morning. What? seriously messed up punishment and i think these two need to ask themselves do we actually want a child or just another dog because that's not how you treat a kid all right, right. it's getting a bit too hot at number four with a mother who forced her son to eat hot sauce jessica beagley caused international yeah. outcry after video footage of her forcing her seven-year-old son huh? to eat hot sauce appeared online in the clip she tells the boy off for lying to her and says what happens when you lie to me the boy must know what's coming and simply says hot sauce sure enough Jessica puts okay, him in his yeah. and forces him to hold it there while shouting, do you lie to me, over and over again. As if this isn't enough, she puts the poor boy in a cold shower and continues to shout as he screams out in pain. This woman received a lot of criticism for what she did, and I don't think it's really up for debate. At best, it was a pretty messed up punishment, and at worst, it's child abuse. Clinching the number three... No thing of what happened to her. That's why I hate somebody's fucking... The stories they're like they'll fucking give you details all the details about one case but then like kind of skip over everything about the next one i know they gotta fit their shit in a in a in a, in a format like this is a top 10 video 
We don't we don't want it to be no more than this amount of minutes. But let's fucking force feed your child hot sauce of child abuse. Is she in prison? Is she go to prison? She, what happened? Where was the father? It's the parents who arranged for their daughter to be kidnapped and taken away for a year. Two parents, known only as Mr. and Mrs. Levy, were at the end of their rope with their daughter. Okay, whatever. I was going to say. She was drinking, smoking marijuana, and failing her classes, so the parents hired a team from a behavior modification group to kidnap Shannon and take her to their camp called Tranquility Bay in Jamaica. Shannon spent a year there while being subjected to a tough regime of schooling, therapy, labor, isolation, and a whole lot of discipline. I can't imagine a conversation where you arrange for your own daughter's kidnapping. But the whole thing apparently. That was like a little extreme. For that, I mean, behavior modification camp is, I feel like that should be like a extreme thing. I mean, that Russia boy should have went to that camp if he was as bad as that woman said he was. That's just, that's weird. It costs $40,000, so I guess they were robbed in more than one way. Okay, it's getting pretty yeah, serious. The whole thing cost $40,000. So instead of talking to her, taking her to therapy, taking things away. You're fucking drinking, you're cutting classes, you're failing school, you're smoking weed. We can't have you doing this. Take some stuff away. Make her, I don't know, fucking take her somewhere to learn some discipline or something like that. So it's like, oh no, we can't deal with it. Since her, you basically gave her a $40,000 vacation to Jamaica and I know she was in like a program and you know doesn't sound too bad there but maybe if you look at the program they're like incidents of abuse and mistreatment and stuff like that now at number two with the woman who pressed a hot iron against her daughter's face in 2011 Hope Adele Askew was a mother who lost her temper with her 10 year old daughter and pressed a hot iron to her face not once but twice. You guys are probably imagining what kind of horrible crime the poor girl committed to deserve that. Well, it was the most evil of them all. Wait for it. She incorrectly pronounced a few words while reading a book. Not only is this woman a psychopath, she's also a coward because when she was questioned by police, she tried to make up some story about how the girl burnt her face on a hot skillet. Yeah, let's see if you can spell jail time. Alright guys, so we've covered some of the worst of the worst pair of punishments, and now we're at number one. And it's a tragic story of a little boy who was put in a washing machine by his father because he was behaving badly at school. Christophe Champenois was a 37-year-old French father who appeared in court charged with murder after putting Bastien, his three-year-old son, in a washing machine and turning it on. I was going to say for the woman to... Yeah. The hot iron, the hot iron to the daughter. I was like, what's she Penny from Good Times? What's going on with it? She was. That's probably her favorite fucking episode. That's where she probably got the idea from. Fucking press the hot iron against your child's face. People are fucking. It's all people who are allowed to reproduce. And people who are allowed to vote. And people who, so many pay taxes and have jobs <laughs> sorry these kids they see what they do to them 
the disturbed man claimed he had no memory of the event, and it was actually Christoph himself who rang emergency services to tell them he had a small problem as his son had fallen down the stairs. Investigators found out the truth though from the boy's sister oh, who told them that he put Bastion in the washing machine because he was naughty at school. The most twisted though about this punishment for me was that when the mother found Bastion, the father simply said, at least he won't bother us anymore. <gasps> parental punishment because it was brutal, intentional, and completely disproportionate to the crime. Now, obviously, Christoph was sent to jail for a very long time, but I bet a lot of you guys would wish that they just build a massive washing machine for him so he can see how it feels. Okay, okay guys, that was our top... Put the kid in the washing machine. Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you're a parent out there, treat your kids well. Oh, don't, don't, don't do anything these people did to their kids, please. Children, look, there are a lot of things that can contribute to children's behaviors in the future. Environment, home life, social things, economic things. There's some things you can't control. I mean, you can you can have a house full of love, nurturing, and care. And as soon as that child leaves the house, they're a fucking asshole to everybody out in the world. Sometimes that happens. Please. Treat your fucking kids right. Because they may be your kids now, but they'll be my problem in the future. For those who survive it. <sighs> Thank you for listening to the show. Be back in, I guess, next week with a fully regular show as always. Please just be kind to one another. No matter where you are, when you are, how you are, remember I love you. Take care of the kids, man. The SFW Podcast with Adrian is sponsored by viewers like yourself. To keep this ad free, go to the Cash App app and donate. Every little bit helps. You can donate to Cash App, dollar sign, AD Comedy Jokes. Or paypal.com slash adcomedy. You can also reach me at adcomedyjokes at gmail.com. Appreciate your time, effort, and energy until making this show possible. Thank you so much. And remember, every little bit 